My name is Dr. Austin Tay, and you are listening to Psych Chat. Hi there, and welcome to episode 9 of Psych Chat. A few months ago, I did a webinar for the European Mentoring and Coaching Council on Psychological Flexibility. In the webinar, I talked briefly about what psychological flexibility is and shared some skills that individuals could use to help themselves become psychologically flexible. Today, I would like to share the skills in this podcast with you and hope that they can also help you to become psychologically flexible. All of us will react and deal with things that we faced by using what we have learned or acquired in the past that have worked to apply to these situations. Our response can be one that we derived from experience or simply one of being pragmatic. Using such a response can be great when dealing with an easy situation, but might not be suitable for complex ones. Using what we are used to or just using a pragmatic approach might not necessarily be the right way to go. Take for example, when we are not feeling motivated or inspired to do something, we can choose to either look at ways to keep ourselves motivated or we can choose to run away from doing that particular thing. This is known as the fight or flight response. Most of us will choose the easy way out because it is best to avoid than to confront. This is known as experiential avoidance. Being avoidant could be one of the reasons why sometimes we fail to complete projects that we often started with lots of enthusiasm. Sometimes when we are faced with adversities, we can either dwell in them or pick up and move on. While the act of staying positive is good, we must not deprive ourselves of the experience of going through the emotions. Whatever they are, such as anger, fear, sadness, or frustration. Some of us will choose suppression than to feel a sense of vulnerability. I have seen how suppression can affect oneself. I have experienced two deaths in my family and I dealt with them very differently. The way I dealt with the first death in my family was to suppress all emotions. I felt I needed to put on the brave front and get on with life. I went on to work myself hard and bottle up lots of anger and frustration. I would not want to meet my old self now. It must have been so miserable working with me. It was only after many years have passed and upon reflection 
I realized I did not give myself time to grieve and heal. I was not able to properly grieve because I tried to brush away the sadness. I was not facing up with my not-so-good emotions. When I was able to come to terms with the grief of losing a dear one, I began to realize that accepting that part of my life was necessary. Then I was met with another death in my family, which I handled slightly better. I gave myself the time to grieve. It helped me to manage my emotions better and also at the time the pressure I faced from my work. I learned that it is okay to be vulnerable and also not to be too hard on myself. After all, I am only human. I, like everyone else, experience all these plethoras of emotions and thoughts even when we experience fear, loss, anguish, frustration and sadness. So, a bit of advice. Whether you feel that you are overwhelmed with many things in your life and that you are not able to handle them, remember, it is okay to feel this way. Take a step back and look at what you are going through from a distance. Recognize that you can and what you cannot do. Then see how those you cannot deal with now are affecting you physically, psychologically, or even physiologically. Recognizing this helps you to be mindful and change the way your approach towards the things that you cannot control. Accept that these are going to be there with you for a while. We must learn not to let our thoughts and emotions dictate how we should behave. Next, I would like to introduce a few skills that you can use to help yourself to become psychologically flexible. I will talk about four different skills. The first skill, hands-to-face exercise. Now, I want you to think of a negative thought or emotion. This negative thought or emotion is now on your hands. Next, bring your hands to your face. Now open your eyes. What do you see? You should only be seeing your hands which are also filled with your negative thought or negative emotion. Move your hands now away from your face and stop when you could start to see slightly beyond your hands. That is when you are able to see 
a bit of the surrounding beyond your hands. Take a pause here. What do you see? Next, extend your arms straight with your hands still facing you. What can you see now? Lastly, put your hands now on your lap. What can you see now? This exercise helps to create a psychological distance between you and a negative thought or emotion. This exercise makes you understand how being too focused on your negative thought or emotion can prevent you from seeing or experiencing other things. This exercise allows you to experience the burden of holding on to your negative thought and emotion. While you are still experiencing the negative thought or emotion, it is now no longer in your face. It will still be there, but your focus has now changed. Do bear in mind that this exercise is not able to get rid of your negative thought or emotion. Instead, it is creating awareness that you need to learn to accept all thoughts and emotions, some good, some bad. When you do not ruminate in the past and worry about the future, you can truly enjoy the present. The second skill I would like to introduce is the word repetition exercise. This is an exercise introduced by Edward Titchener. He was a student of the German psychologist Willem Wundt. He believed that word repetition is able to help remove the emotional impact or discomfort and believability of specific words or thoughts that may cause emotional discomfort. So now, try to identify one negative thought or emotion you have. To make this exercise more interesting, I would like you to choose one of your favorite cartoon characters. Now using the voice of your favorite cartoon character, repeat the negative thought or emotion for one minute. This exercise allows you to use word repetition method to remove the connotation that comes with negative thoughts and emotions. This exercise helps you to get unstuck from your negative thoughts and emotions and enables you to change your behavior. Next, I would like to introduce the third skill. This is what we call the mindfulness exercise. 
When it comes to mindfulness, you can use any methods that suit you. Mindfulness is about being at the present moment. That is giving your attention to the moment you are experiencing. This could be like now as you are listening to this podcast or when you are eating, slowing down and enjoying every bite of your food. We engage in many things every day in an autopilot mode. Things that we do such as brushing our teeth, eating, exercising and being on social media have become a routine that we just do then without even taking a pause. The next time you do any of these things, take a pause and notice how you feel or what your experiences are. When I worked with clients, I encouraged them to take stock, observe what they are experiencing when they feel stressed, physically, physiologically, and psychologically. For example, I encourage my clients to observe how their body is responding when they are stressed. What is their mind saying to them? When we can identify all these, we start to notice and will begin to look at ways to change our behavior. We will be able to focus on the present moment. Let us try this simple exercise. Ensure that you will not be disturbed at least for the next three minutes. Sit comfortably with your hands on your lap. Relax your shoulders and close your eyes. Take a deep breath in and then breathe out. Find your rhythm. As you take the next breath in, listen to the gushing of the air through your nostrils and also when you breathe out. No rush. Breathe at your own rhythm. As you continue this breathing exercise, you will have thoughts coming in and going out. Notice what they are and then allow them to come in and go out. If you find yourself focusing on those thoughts, bring yourself back to your breath. Now, as you take your last breath in and exhale, bring yourself back and open your eyes. This exercise helps you to become an observer and notice how thoughts and emotions 
can affect you. Allow them to come and go and accept them for what they are. No more, no less. Don't rationalize what you think or feel in a certain way. This exercise is to help you to slow down and stay calm. The last skill that I would like to introduce is self-compassion. It is very easy for us to self-blame, self-deprecate when things go wrong. We will try to figure out why we are not able to do certain things or we suck at simple tasks. We start to doubt ourselves and will always be looking at our failures as a measure of who we are. We are quick to show compassion towards people we care but rarely to ourselves. As if there is a switch within all of us that when it comes to self-compassion, we are not allowed to show that because it will be deemed as narcissistic or self-pity. We need to recognize that we are only human and are imperfect. There is nothing wrong to hug yourself now and again. Be kind to yourself and there is nothing wrong with you. We just need to learn how to live with our fears, anguish, frustrations, because the more we dwell in our negative thoughts and emotions, the further away we are from the important things or people in our lives. I hope you will try the skills I have shared today. I must stress that being psychologically flexible is a process. There is no silver bullet when we are dealing with thoughts and emotions. Your mind will always come back stronger to taunt you and make you feel bad. However, you have a choice. You can choose to accept all these negative thoughts and emotions as part of your journey towards psychological flexibility. Be mindful not to let them dictate your path and you will be one step closer to becoming psychologically flexible. You have been listening to Psych Chat. This podcast is brought to you by OmniSide Consulting. If you have any comments or suggestions, please do send an email to Sidechat at omnisci.com or tweet to site underscore chat. Mm-hmm.